tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. And welcome to Tinfoil Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. There we go, brother. We got a great show for you. We got the Zionist Killer. Thriller, out of out of uh, unknown locations. We don't give out our guest locations, but we're gonna bring uh, Adam Green in in a couple seconds. I just wanted to tell you some amazing things going on. We got some live shows coming at you, live shows. Uh the let's see, uh, March sixteenth. I am live at the Ventura. Harbor Comedy Club, myself, Annie Letterman. We will be live. You'll be seeing Sam do about 45 of straight murder. My new kid material is people are talking about might be the greatest kids material you ever heard in your life. Listen, I know people doing kids jokes is hacky. Not this guy. Not this guy. Okay. So uh, come check me out. That's the van. That's March 16th at the Van uh, Ventura Harbor Comedy Festival. I mean, Comedy Club. And then on the 19th, it is the Tim Fall Hat Comedy Night. Myself, this man, Xavier Guerrero. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We're doing Ice House. Did I do Ice House? No, no, ice House. Yeah, March 19th, March 19th Ice House. Uh, 10 o'clock. I'm going to start putting together a killer lineup on that. Eddie Brown with myself. Uh, Johnny, no, you're not doing that show. You're not ready for it, dude. <laughs> Hit a couple open mics and we'll get you in. And then on April 11th, it is Tin Full Hat Live in Huntington Beach at the Rec Room. Same crew, uh, but we're adding, oh, Steve Simone will be at that show. And Johnny's going to bust his cherry here in L.A. in comedy. And then you have May 1st. We are at the Spokane Comedy Club. Uh, in Spokane, Washington, and then we're doing a Saturday 420 show at the uh, Tacoma Comedy Club. So grab those tickets, and then the, and then March 9th. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah March 9th March, at the 10th Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, is it March 9th? Yeah, March 9th. No, May 9th. Duh. May 9th. God, yeah, two bad. of us messed yeah, that up. Idiots. May 9th. I'm really butchering it. I'm usually better at this, Adam. Please, I'm a little nervous here on the show. I always get my marches and my mays mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> so May 9th, that is uh, that is going to be in Chicago at the Den. So those are the big shows there. Uh, guys, if you want to support the show, go to the Patreon, patreon.com backslash tin foil hat, okay? And then we also have um, T-shirts for sale. I got a brand new T-shirt that's going to blow your mind. Uh, just go to Tim hat shirts.com and uh, we will uh, you can support the show it's a great way to support the show uh, today's show is brought to you by our good friends at bet DSI making those bets dude making those bets WNBA is heating up everybody go to uh, go to go get your uh, dude I'm leading in our WNBA fantasy league over here I'm killing Johnny Johnny's in last place he doesn't know who's good at WNBA basketball yeah, I didn't even know I was in that league so yeah, good point <laughs> That's why you haven't changed your your rosters yet. That's why so, he's winning because no make, one's in the league. Uh, go, uh, you, you you can bet on anything you want there. We're also doing some starting to do some conspiracy bets. Uh, all you have to do, dude, 
is use the promo code HAT100 and you will uh, they will uh, double up your deposit up to $500. And, you know, again, uh, NBA, boxing, UFC, uh, X, XFL's interesting, uh, ping pong. Like, that's got to be, is ping pong still happening in China or did Corona shut that down too? Oh, that shit down. Yeah, hey, but the Bitcoin's popping, though. Bitcoin's so, popping. you can bet with Bitcoin, too, as bet well. Bet with Bitcoin, dude. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like eight yesterday. Johnny's asked if he could do a promo on the show, and I know you guys hate promos, but since I, I pay oh, uh, yeah. Johnny in sandwiches, I'm okay, uh-huh. you could have that. Go on. Well, no, if you'd like to hear some more Sam Tripoli and sports conspiracies, check out the Punch Drunk Sports Patreon, which Sam hosts. Uh, Patreon.com slash forward slash Punch Drunk Sports. Yeah, there you go, Johnny. Nice job. What, what's your social media, Johnny? At Johnny Woodard, J-O-H-N-N-Y-W-O-O-D-A-R-D on Twitter, and then Johnny A. Woodard on Instagram. What's yours? She marks the spot. And I am at <laughs> Sam Tripoli, and again, that's Tim Fall Hat, and you, I mean, that's BetDSI, use the promo code HAT100. Help help the show. They're our longest running sponsor. Uh, very excited about having this gentleman on. You know, uh, this guy reminds me of, like, my favorite MMA fighter, you know? Where, like, you watch this guy, and he's just, like, murdering people in the octagon. And you're like, this motherfucker is a savage animal. And then you meet them, and they're the nicest people ever. And they're, like, so nice. And you're like, wow. You know? And, like, this is how I feel about his videos, man. He's doing some serious heavy lifting. You tell he's, like, really, like dedicate to what he's doing and he's just like he's into it dude and like he's intense in his videos and then you meet him in real life and he's just a gentle giant he's about eight foot seven uh <laughs> and he's the nicest uh, guy you guys have been begging to get him on and to be honest with you man it's just been it's just been a crazy time i i i, I love his stuff i watch his videos so i'm glad he's fine we can finally get him on the show please welcome uh my friend and yours from uh, Mr. Adam Green. How are you, brother? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Sam. It's it's really good to be here. I appreciate the kind intro. And uh, I do. I read a lot. I, uh, I do a lot of heavy research. But I, I keep it cool. So, you know, you could show your... I try to make it so you could show your videos to, like, grandma or grandpa, you know? Yeah, and, and I do. And you do. And you come from a good place. You have a good soul. You could tell. And sometimes when we do this heavy lifting on these topics that that scare people, you know, um, they 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 don't they think we're crazy or they think we're just assholes or whatever. And we're really not. We're just passionate. And really, you are just passionate about people. When you really break it down, you care for where you live and you care for your community. And that's why you do what you do. Uh, you know, that's right. Tell us about. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on in the world for myself, and you know, I'm about truth, justice, uh, exposing hypocrisy, exposing lies. Let just, me, you know, like any uh, person would want. Uh, tell us a little bit about, about No More News. NoMoreNews.org is my website, and lately I've been focusing a lot on Zionism, prophecy, uh, Judaism, Jewish supremacy, the anti-Semitism agenda. Um, I talk about uh, Trump, Israel, you know, the Israeli lobby. So uh, a lot of topics like that. And on my website, you can find the links to YouTube, BitChute, DLive, you know, everything like that, Twitter, Facebook. So I want to talk to you about that because, you know, this is, this is a subject 
That is very. I always get. They always comment. Oh, why don't you talk about the goos? They call them on the uh, in the comment <laughs> section. Why don't you ever talk about the goos, man? And I'm like, well, you don't listen to the show. You have, you have, yeah. I've seen, I've you know? seen you uh, cover some controversial stuff. I applaud it. Well, thank you, brother. And you know, because and this is something I want to kind of talk to you about because I think you and I talk about the same people. I just wonder if you think that maybe we have different labels for them. I don't want to put any words into your mouth. Uh, you know, I, we probably, if you go, hey, this guy, this guy, this guy is doing some stuff, right? Who they are, that might be where you and I have a talking a discussion on. what What is the label of that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, because my opinion is, and and I'm all about like, okay, these people are doing this. Who are they? Is it Jews? Because, like, when we see, like, um, uh, uh, what's his name, Jeffrey Epstein get busted, now they're going through all this shit, and it's all this occultic shit. And I'm like, well, is he a Jew? Or is he really just wearing this mask to walk amongst us because he can't tell everybody, hey, dude, I'm into Moloch, and I sacrifice children, and I'm into all that stuff. So they take, you know, the stories, the Kazarians and stuff like that. That's, to me, where, like, I, I would love to know your opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've seen you talk about that, and and that's an understandable belief that it doesn't end with you know Christianity and Judaism and Islam. That there's really like a, a force above it. Like some people say, the Illuminati or the Sabbatean Frankist cults, or you know Babylonian. You know, uh, Alex Jones says the Germanic death cults, which I'm not so sure if I uh, agree with that one, but. Yeah, if you want to, or some people say the Jesuits and the Vatican, or yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah. really the KGB and the Marxists behind everything. So I think it's it's up for debate, but I just tend to focus on what I see as having such a imminent threat and so much power that's just like overtly in our faces. And that's the relationship with the Zionists, with Israel and, and the lobbies and, and all these people around Trump that are like, you know, like putting Trump on a coin to rebuild the third temple and, and Adelson's wife saying that tr- there's going to be a biblical book of Trump. You know, that that's the stuff that interests me. No, I, I listen, and you 100% are accurate on all that stuff you're talking about. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, for somebody like me, it's like the presidents, I, I take them issue to issue. To issue. Uh, I don't know anybody that would fully get behind anybody in that seat, in that position. I, I think it's almost impossible to get somebody in there clean. Uh, my opinion is Trump is a, uh, a, a, a crime boss in a sense. So, and that, you know, he's going up against satanic pedophiles and they're just two different organizations. And that's fine. I, I, and mm-hmm. that's what we're here to discuss. And it's like th- there's a war going on and like nobody's super clean, but you take them issue to issue. Uh, you have, uh, your thoughts on that? Well, there definitely seems to be a dividing line, like the paradigm or the the, the dichotomy seems to be like kind of Bolshevik, communist, secular, largely dominated by Jew faction. And then there's the right wing religious alliance with the the ultra orthodox Chabad Zionist and uh, APEC and like the Hagee and the Christian Zionist and all, all the people that are uh, surrounding Trump. So it does seem to be that they have like, you know, factions and they they battle on some issues but like at the same time they could be controlled at the top and this is just a little you know theater or something or it's just 
fighting for managerial positions or strategy, but they kind of have that, you know, they still work together on other levels and it's really just uh, still uh, theater. I, I, I totally agree. That's that's definitely possible for sure. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. It's like, you know, it's like the Sopranos, you know, they wouldn't go to the cops to take out another crime. They, they, they whack each other. And then when it's worthwhile, they work together. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I'm sure in L.A. with all these gangs, what they say, there's like 60 gangs in L.A. It's like I'm sure there's times that these gangs work together when it's mutually beneficial. But at the end of the day, they're still fucking gangs, right? And that's what they are. Yeah. There are things that I find interesting that makes Trump a little different. But when it comes to the Zionist stuff, 100%, there's something going, okay, what's going on here for sure? And there is reason to be alarmed. Now, for mm -hmm. as somebody who is so strongly into trying to uncover what's going off, going in that genre, right? When, when people, let's, like here, everybody in this room has a black belt in, in conspiracies. And when I say a black belt, I mean, we could have a discussion on something and we're not going to run off crying because our feelings are hurt. We don't you necessarily. You guys got your PhDs on YouTube? Yeah, in yeah, conspiracy? Yeah, yeah, right? Right? Yeah. We've watched your videos. <laughs> we've watched all these other people's videos. We can have a conversation. If somebody came on here and said, Michelle Obama's a guy, I'd not, I don't know if I'm going to 100% but oh, yeah, yeah, totally, but. I can, okay, what's your evidence? Just tell me what your evidence is. My head isn't going to explode, and I'm not going to run over and cry in a safe space corner, okay? So we can have this. But the people, you know, and that's kind of what I, I've tried to make tinfoil hat, is that people who aren't into conspiracies could try to listen to this and get a little bit of information, enough that they go, okay, I, now I'm going to try to get uh, a little bit more. And, and get, it's almost like sticking your toe in the shallow end. That's kind of what I wanted to do and not go really hard at it so they're just running off. So when, when somebody goes, Jews, 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 what? because everybody... Everybody has been trained to think when you say Jews, you are, we're harking back to Hitler and Nazism. And that, that these people that are our friends, like, the, you know, we talked about while you were eating Indian food the other day, that how, um, you know, the people that the every day, uh, you know, Bergs and Steins that we know, like my buddy Dave, who just recently quit his job doing pizza. Like those are the people that I feel like are going to get fucked and everything. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, what have I thought about your buddy that's selling pizza? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the well, implications, like, yeah. like, like every time. I get what you're saying. Well, the, I, I study this a lot, how uh, that they use anti-Semitism. Yeah, the way sure. I see it is just the, the term is like, you know, you're uh, opposing us. You're anti what we want to do. They talk about they want self-determination. Basically, they want to fulfill their Zionist prophecies and, and what they want to do over in Israel. And, you know, they can control with APEC. They can openly buy out our politicians and they could you know, dominates disproportionately in a lot of influential positions in America. But now they're trying to make it so you can't even talk about it. Any criticism at all, like they're infallible, they, they never conspire. Any criticism, even the most mild, like Ilhan Omar saying, tweeting that APEC has power or that it's all about the Benjamins, they lost their minds. And they're trying to shut down free speech. And, and it, it's dangerous because 
these BDS laws where Americans can't boycott a foreign country. I, th- I think I've seen you tweeting about that or talking about on the show. Yeah, how we outrageous just had that Abby, is. Abby Martin on discussing her uh, lawsuit against Georgia, which she should win mm. easily uh, unless we have corruption because that is 100 uh, percent a violation mm. of First Amendment. Trump's executive order that he signed a month or so ago with the, there with Kushner and Epstein's lawyer Dershowitz up there saying that this is going to be this is going to go down in history to fight anti-Semitism. If you look at this definition of anti-Semitism that they're trying to implement worldwide, it's so outrageous. It literally says it's anti-Semitic to say that they control any societal institution. Or it says it's a it's anti-Semitic to say that there's any type of conspiracy to like, you know, rule the world. When you can look at Judaism, you can look at verses in the Torah, and it's just so blatantly and overt all over the place. They're chosen, they're they're supremacist, their their destiny is to basically rule the world from Jerusalem and to heal the world, be a light unto the nations with their moral superiority. And then they just say that like it's a conspiracy. You're an anti-Semitic conspiracy theorist. You need to be banned everywhere, shut down, deplatformed, and it, they're just silencing their opposition. That's exposing exactly what they're doing. No, I mean, for one hundred percent, there is a movement to control criticism of a of of a group that is one hundred percent influencing uh, our country. And and, uh, and the, our political process for sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, be, be, you know, uh, emails leaked. Be uh, you know, APAC or people at APAC uh, openly were arguing about how this is going to not be good for us. The 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 uh, anti BDS laws because it violated the First Amendment. And then there's just some people that just don't care. But but what I want to talk about is like. And this is just me, and this is why I wanted to have you on. And I love your work, and I love love your what you're doing. Is that I'm like, it's always the people at top that are fucking with the people on the bottom, and and sometimes the bottom are brainwashed, and they they are doing it too. But it is it, it's always the same fucking people, and you know we go into like the trans agenda, dude. And I talk about a lot here, and I probably lose listeners. They're like, dude, shut up about that. But it's like, you know, we just had like two more videos come out of uh, of a drag queens in front of kids, and they're always shot so perfectly. <laughs> You're like, it's uh, every the lighting's gray. Everybody's you know everyone's getting a SAG voucher so they can become union. It's like. It's such a production, and it's so obvious what's going on, and it's to get us all to fight with each other. So, you know, I've kind of talked about this before on my show. It's like, is Israel the head of it? I don't think. I think it's City of London, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like, and they're using Israel. Now, I've met a lot of Israelis, and I'd like to know your opinion. And and I I haven't said it's Israel at the very, like, that's... That's one of their bases, but yeah, it's it's Moscow, it's Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, New York, uh, uh, City of London, like you said. It's it's really the bankers that print the money and, and hand it out to their friends at the very top. And you know what? It, there's a verse in the Old Testament. It's literally a commandment that says, "You shall lend unto the nations, but thou shalt not borrow." It literally says to enslave the nations, which it translates to goyim. Goyim means nations. Basically, rule over them with usury, essentially. Commandment in the Old Testament. Yeah. Uh, Several of them like it, too. 
It is, and then you get into the uh, the Atala mode, and then that comes out, and there's just chaos in that. But you know, my opinion is that these religious books were written by people wanting to get these groups to fight so they all like it's the same people man you go kind of go back it's like who created islam you know there's this whole thing that it was like either the jesuits or the house of windsor and then you get into all these other people and it's just very high when you meet jews what what are their reactions to your your work adam well, I don't know a lot of Jews in, in real life, in my personal life, but like I don't really know a lot of people in my personal life besides like <laughs> friends from high school. You know, my friends are, are now online, the people I talk with, you know, living all over the world. But I've, I've got a few um, Jewish people that come on the show. They've been on a few times and the, they frankly say that I'm right about my research. I ask them, I go, where am I wrong about any of this? And and they don't really, they just go, well, well yeah, you're right, but you know, you're just not seeing it quite like we do, you know, like, cause they actually believe it. Like they really are chosen in, in, you know, it's just crazy, right? I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's narcissistic to think that your group was chosen by God, like his treasured nation. And this really influences people strongly. Uh, a lot of them in Israel today. And it's just frankly appalling and supremacist to me. And then the hypocrisy that like the ADL and them, they're always talking about white supremacy is this biggest threat, you know, Homeland Security and FBI and all of the the the, the anti-white rhetoric that's in, in entertainment and in movies and coming out from Amazon and, and just everywhere like that. It's, I think it's really hypocritical. Uh, I, could, I, I completely agree with you. And I, I say that to everybody. It's like... You know, I had a talk with Tim Dillon, who I love to death, and he's like, my problem with the conspiracy theorists is, like, everything's Jews and and uh, gays. I go, Tim, if we went in there and checked on the internet right now and you had to go through all of Twitter, who do you think gets blamed for more problems right now? Jews, gays, or white people? And it's white people. It's like, dude, you on Twitter, you get a million likes if you say white people are, are, are a piece of shit and they're ruining everything. It's, it's all big psyop to me to get us all to fight with each other. All the fight with each other. It's just well, you could talk about white supremacy all over the newspapers, all over the media, in 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 television and entertainment and stuff. But if you make a video like I do of Jewish supremacy, showing like some of their actual straight quotes from their sacred texts and like you know clips of rabbis, that gets you know blocked on YouTube. So it's kind of obvious like where the real supremacy lies. It's 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 just an interesting. I I, I guess. I guess I, you know, it's like Dana, who I love with all my heart. You know, her family's Jewish. They're all Jewish. They're wonderful people. I don't, I don't know what the. It's just it's hard when you hear like, oh man, that you know, and the history of that. And we all know that Hitler, it was controlled opposition. That you know, he's a Rothschild. You know, all the Nazis. It's funny you said that because I, I actually my last interview I did with author and researcher Christopher John Bierkness. And, and he's been covering a lot of these topics that I've been to for like 20 years. And uh, we just did an interview with his new book about Hitler being a Zionist, actually. And it's it's been a, it's trending top of the week on BitChute right now. And a lot of the people that, you know, see Hitler in a more favorable light are really upset about it. <laughs> oh, you should get him on if you're into that. You should get him on and interview him about his book. So you're saying you're saying that. So like the the people who uh, the, let's say the Nazis are angry that that Hitler might be 
you know, a Zionist or even that Hitler, like his grandfather was a Rothschild. Control, you know, why should Hitler be any different than anybody else? If what do we say? Leaders are selected, not elected. You know, why would Hitler be any di different? How is it possible that a guy got through clean? I mean, everybody's controlled opposite. Everybody, you know, like at the highest levels, they're all controlled. How's it, how would this guy get in clean? He wasn't. We know what World War II was about. The his the Hitler was from the family who funded the the German war, and then they were the one who were part of the uh, Bellflower Agreement, if that's what it's called. Uh, you know, I mean, like well, the, the Bjorkness doesn't talk focus on that in his book. He he talks more about like the transfer agreement and the Zionists. Basically, I, I don't want to get too into it because this is going on YouTube and it's you know talking about this topic at at all will get your channel deleted again. So, um, <laughs> boner but, pills and anti-Zionism will get you yeah, in trouble. Maybe <laughs> iTunes YouTube. will be a little safer. I don't know, but basically, it was that they they wanted. They needed some persecution and some anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism is so vital and like instrumental to keeping Judaism like cohesive and, and to keep it lasting for so long. And uh, it's it's this dichotomy that goes all the way back to their uh, their patriarch Jacob. If so, the Abrahamic religions. Abraham had the covenant with God. He told him circumcise, and you know you will get the promised land. Your descendants, and then and then there was Jacob. And Esau were twins. Jacob is the progenitor to the Jewish people, they believe. And Esau, it, they believe, is Christian European West. But it was also all these other people throughout history. So they believe that we just hate them for no reason. The Kabbalah rabbis, but I did a clip, a video the other day called the anti-Semitism virus. They believe that anti-Semitism is embedded in nature and it's just a natural law and that non-Jews are born hating Jews, and they don't even know why, and that there's no reason. So whenever we have the conversation about anti-Semitism, they always make it seem like, oh, it's just you guys have a, a, a brain infection. You, ha you have a disease. It's a virus. People have, you, what you're saying about us is an anti-Semitic trope. It's a stereotype that people have said about us all throughout history, everywhere we've gone, which kind of lends credence to possibly that it's true, and they're just not being self-aware. But... <laughs> I I know I just I just know so many Jews I love and I'm just like it it's just I just well they're not they're probably not at the upper echelon oh yeah they don't, I don't I don't know anybody who is who's friends I don't know that's like BFFs with Moloch I don't know any of those or <laughs> anybody who really takes it serious other than they just say I'm a Jew but I that eat kosher uh, I, I don't know no one that eats kosher honestly yeah I, I it's just it's such a weird thing because. It just, I just think it's this long game. And, you know, Adam, you're much more versed in this stuff than I am. But it's just like it's a long game by these same fucking people. And, you know, you go back to what's your thoughts on Kazarians and the, what, what they represent? You know, when you would hear like the synagogue of Satan, I remember being very young. And I was like, dude, that's, that's like anti-Jew. Fuck that, man. That's not cool. And then you realize what they're talking about is like these Kazarians, man. And how, like, and that, you know, Kazarians and, you know, how the whole war with Russia that they had and how the, basically this coalition told Kazarians they had to change their religion and they picked Judaism because it was the smallest population of the three major religions at the time. So it was probably easier to take over. Like, what are your thoughts on all that? Am I just disgusting you right now? 
No, no, no. Okay. This is a uh, the Kazarian theory is a is an interesting topic. I don't I don't know for sure if it's one hundred percent true or not. I've seen compelling stuff on both sides that it, or and also debunking it as well. But it, what's weird is they say that there was a mass conversion. Um, I think it was like six hundred or seven hundred A.D. So if but then the Jews claim that they were that was really them Jewish all along, and they just you know dispersed after the temple was destroyed. So why would they need to? Did they leave Judaism, and then why would they need to convert back? Why would you convert unless they, you know, they fell away from from the Torah? Why would they need to convert if they were really Jews all along? It's just very interesting because it's like, it's just like here we go. It's gonna always go back to the same thing. Well, you know, there's other groups too, like the the Black Hebrew Israelites think that they're the true Israelites, and then there's the Christian identity. Uh, group that think like the Europeans or the Irish or the Germans or wherever, they're the real, um, they're the ones with the birthright, they're God's chosen, you know, they're meant to fulfill all of the the prophecies to, uh, you, you know, the Old Testament says that they're going to feed off the riches of the Gentiles. It says they're going to suck the milk of the Gentiles. The time of the Gentiles will be over and that it'll be the time it, and they really, all the people around Trump feel that this time is now. They got him on the third temple coin. They're they're trying to do this big peace deal with Kushner, who's Habad Lubavitch that's deep in yeah, all this. Yeah, talk they're about this, man. I, uh -huh. Okay, so basically what's saying is like, listen, I, I, I'm just sensitive to the whole thing because I just know like, you know, when we, we, you know, you see a lot of people, uh, who do we have on, what was it, Jan's, Jan's, uh, what was Jan's name? I can't. Jan Irvin. Yeah, and he was like, you know, Muslims are running everything, and you know, Muslims do all this stuff, and it's like, I know so. Then why are we signing Noahide laws by the president every year, and not Sharia laws if the Muslims are running anything? It, it's absurd to say. I mean, they've got power. There, there's a lot of them. They've got money, but you know, look at the war on terror. Look at all the Muslims that have been getting destroyed. Yeah, I, I my, my whole thing is this: is just like. People are people, man. And it's just this power structure, and they just get these late. You know, it's like um, Soros. It's like, you know, dude, openly hunted Jews. Openly hunted them. Even even said that I... Think, I, I think Jones exaggerates that a, a bit much. I, did, I have seen him say it, though. He does say that he has no regrets and stuff. Yeah, he but. even said it was a pleasurable part of his life. And it's just like... And then you go back to Hitler. Hitler probably was Jewish, and now, you know, he. we find out he's Zionist. And, like, it's, like, all inside. It's always uh, people from the inside. It's these people at the top who make us at the bottom pay the price all the time. All the time. And it's all power structure shit. It's always the same people, man. It's these fucking people at the top, these dark arts people. And it just upsets me because it's just going to get to the point where it's like the people actually doing this shit are never going to feel any of the pain and suffering that's going to come from this shit because it's going to come to a head. And then it's going to be like everybody, you, me, everybody, Muslim, you know, uh, our Muslim friends, our Jewish friends, our Christian friends are all going to pay the fucking price. It just sucks. Well, a student of uh, University of Maryland just got arrested for, for what? Anti-Semitism text messages. It's just unbelievable. It's really? Just, uh, yeah. Text messages. Text yeah, messages. Sent, yeah, he sent te anti-Semitic text messages to someone, and they reported it, and he got arrested. 
I mean, we know what that's all about because these colleges invest in the military yes. industrial complex and they don't want that money to go away. And it's just like, this is what we're talking about because they, they do this thing and then people go crazy and just, it's fucking sucks. The, yeah. The ADL knows that they're going to, they keep pushing with their agenda and people are going to get mad and snap and then they love it. They raise a bunch of money. They get to go around and look like, see, we're right. We're, we're the victims. They're, they literally have a victim complex going back to Jacob and Esau. Like I was saying, they believe Esau hates Jacob for no reason, but there's a whole story about Jacob stealing his birthright and, and being like trickery and, and deception. And, um, they believe Esau became Edom, became Rome, became the Amalekites, which they're commanded to destroy, and then became uh, Christ, the Christian West. And they believe that Esau ultimately, the whole prophecy with Jacob and Esau is that they were twins. Esau came out first, and it's the elder shall serve the younger. So they're all about either basically enslaving us to be Noahides, that, that's what their prophecy says, that the, the top rabbis over in Israel, like the chief Sephardic rabbi, Ovadia Yosef, he says that Gentiles were only made to serve us, that we're only here to serve them or under Noahide laws. And have you heard of, have you guys heard of the Noahide laws before? No, no, I'd love to hear about it. It's the seven Noahide laws. It's the, it comes from the Talmud. The rabbis interpret them as with a story when Noah had the flood, God showed the rainbow and then made a covenant with them. So the laws are like uh, no idolatry, no blasphemy. They're similar. They're kind of innocuous and similar to the uh, Ten Commandments, but they're not the Ten Commandments. They're different, and they want this to be the one world religion. And the most important part, basically, of Noahide laws is you have to honor them as God's chosen and kind of serve them with a special affinity to help them usher in their Messiah, the Moshiach, and rebuild the temple and heal the, wor the world to Kanalam and uh, worship them as God's chosen people, essentially. Okay. And they're pushing this. This is at the UN. This is in bills. This is Chabad Lubavitch. You can't talk about Judaism without talking about Chabad Lubavitch, and you can't talk about them without talking about their Messiah and the Noahide laws. I, 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 I totally believe that's probably happening for sure. You know, I just, I just like think that there's so many religious whack jobs out there. I don't know, man. I, I, I right? I mean, like, well, they are wacky, but these are this is like mainstream. This is like the state religion. You look at Netanyahu everywhere he goes. He's followed around with a Chabad rabbi. The, these this is like the premier, most powerful group in Judaism. Just I'm Kushner's just, involved with it. Ivanka. Yeah. Talk um, to me about Kushner. I think that guy likes to have sex with a knife to his throat because he's such a fucking whack job is he not so creepy he is um, he's like every bad guy from a bond movie you know it's just like he just plays that role yeah i've i've done videos my most popular video on my youtube channel is about kushner it's like a 15 minute compilation basically i've got a, a speculation that they may claim that he is their jewish messiah if he helps them rebuild the temple he's already essentially the most powerful guy there next to trump if it's not really, you know, but it, when you think of Kushner's power, you also think of Chabad and, and Netanyahu as well. But, you know, he's the top advisor. He's involved with it, with everything. He's doing this big peace deal, which has like, you know, prophecy connections. But something is interesting about Kushner is Ivanka converted. First, first he broke up with her because she wasn't Jewish, but then she converted. They got married. So, so you know, uh, advantageously, he gets right next to the president and... 
his shul, their synagogue, calls Ivanka Esther. So if you know the story of Esther, she was a a, a Jewish queen that basically convinced the Persian king to slaughter, have all, let the Jews slaughter all his own people. It's the cel- it's what they celebrate on Purim, and so if they call her Esther. That means that basically Americans, American, uh, make America great again, patriots are going to be end up getting slaughtered if you follow that logic. And they also call rabbis call Trump the head of Edom, which Edom in the end times ultimately serves them or is destroyed. You you see the prophecy of Obadiah and and I think Malachi and elsewhere, what they say about Edom. And then very clearly the rabbis and all of the Jewish websites say Edom is Christian, white, Europeans, the West, the new Rome. It's just, it's just dude. And it's all in the open. I mean, anybody can fact check me. I'm sure in the comments I'm going to be getting attacked, all types of stuff about me. But if they're not going to address or prove any of the points I'm saying wrong, I don't no, think. No, no, no. Listen, yeah. man. Uh, again, again, I think everything you're saying, there's probably some truth. I mean, there's truth behind it. I shouldn't say probably. There's truth behind it. I just get, you know, it's just for me, dude. It's just like, fuck, man. I just, I just like, man, this is some heavy ass shit, dude, right? It's, it's heavy. It's creepy. It's, heavy it's a serious shit. rabbit and you're like, hole, but- oh, man. And no, I, I, my, my reaction isn't like, oh, fuck, Adam Green. I'm like, oh, man. It's just like, it's just like, it's just like, you know, there's people out there and all they want to do is just control everything and be crazy people and then in return they're gonna get us all to fight with each other and it's just over fucking stupid shit and at the end of the day it's all really hinduism you go in the back and it's just like it just sucks man it just sucks that there's got to be people at the top doing this shit and it's gonna make all of us at the bottom fucking go go to war over it. and it fucking breaks my heart and it makes me really sad because i know on a street level on a uh, that everybody's just we're all the same everybody just wants to make a dollar feed their family get their dick wet once in a while you know have a good time and, and it's just these people at the mm. top are just pulling this bullshit and it's just it's gonna make everybody fight with each other when every like everywhere I go man people are people they're good people man you know I I, I went to Afghanistan man a bunch of Muslims man fucking nicest people China Chinese people nicest fucking people man all over the place and it's just these people at the top that get us all the fucking fight with each other and it fucking sucks man it just sucks. It's it breaks my heart. It's the media tells you to be scared of all these people. Well, Even homeless no. people. They tell you to be scared of homeless yeah, people. I mean, but they suck, but the they're still nice. Because the media is controlled though. by them. I mean, these, these people at the top, which Amber is talking about, are controlled by people, you know? And it's just, uh, uh, they're controlling the media. That's why Clinton and, and, and Reagan deregulate the media so they can control everything. And it just sucks. Well, I definitely control the media. You know, I, I just had a thought. I remembered you're you're probably friends with uh, Ari Shafir. He, he used to be ultra orthodox and left. And I've seen him talk about some of that stuff. I haven't seen his new stand up special called. Uh, it's called. I think it's just called Jew, right? Yeah. Have you seen uh, it? Nobody's seen it, it because he didn't record it. Cause uh, he, <laughs> he did something oh. pretty stupid. Um. But we love I'd be him. interested to talk to him about it because, uh, you know, I, I do my due diligence. I study hard on this stuff. I read a lot, all of their their sources and, and direct quotes from what they're saying. And uh, no. I, I feel a lot of it's, you know, it's it's all irrefutable, re- really. Adam, listen to me. It's mm-hmm. not it's not you that 
it's not it's not the information you have because there are people out there doing this shit. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Right? They're doing it. They're out there. But it's like the implications of what you're saying make me sad because I know that there's a lot of wonderful people that I love very much that are, you know, are gonna have to face like if this thing keeps growing, gonna have to face, you know, the 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 energy and the blowback from what these people at the top are doing. And that's kind of what I, I've always wanted to do on a show is be like, dude, it's not groups, it's power structures, man. That's my opinion. And it just sucks, man. It just that, sucks. That's why it's important to wake up everyday people that don't know what the people in power are doing in their name. And then, you know, people will disavow or they'll, they'll disassociate with it. And they'll, they'll, uh, they'll realize that a lot of it is really insane. Insanity. I mean, religious like, just, just super yeah. insanity, man. Just- Here's something that like is a mic drop issue when it comes to Trump and this anti-Semitism issue. Okay, the definition of anti-Semitism that they're trying to push with the new anti-Semitism czar Elon Carr, who who was funded by Sheldon Adelson, Trump's top donor, and um, Adelson went with the governor of Florida. They flew together. The state of Florida flew over to Jerusalem with Sheldon Adelson, a multi-billionaire Zionist, and signed a bill banning criticism of Israel on college campuses in Florida. And this new definition of anti-Semitism that they're trying to push everywhere says that you're not it's anti-Semitic to talk about their loyalty. So to question the Adelson, literally, I have a clip of Adelson, Sheldon Adelson saying, all I care about, quote, all I care about is being a good Zionist and a good citizen of Israel. And this guy has bought off our president For, and the whole Republican Party. And uh, now they're trying to pass laws that we can't talk about apex power and them buying off American politicians. It's like America's been hijacked by a foreign power. Michelle Malkin was just with Nick Fuentes saying that we got to call out the foreign agents with dual loyalty. And, you know, dual loyalty, that's a trope, you know. But also at the same time it's like we know they care deeply about israel no, many I, of them not all of them obviously. well the due citizenship is a giant fucking issue for sure i i don't know how that's legally well i do know how because that's done on purpose to allow not even just the citizenship but the loyalty meaning that because you don't have to be a you don't have to be a citizen of israel to have loyalty and to want to always do everything in the Middle East that you think is best for Israel and try to send as much money as you can and and try to turn the other way when they're they're caught spying or, you know, doing, you know, crooked stuff like in the Al Jazeera lobby documentary, all the spying and all the the tech takeover that's happening right now, too. You had uh, Whitney Webb on, but I guess that was to talk Epstein. So, yeah, Epstein is very likely Mossad is blackmailing all the politicians around the world. For sure, Mossad. And Mossad is Jesuits, you know, they're just like the CIA. They, mm, the, uh, no? I, I wouldn't say Mossad really? is Jesuits. Really? It, when, when you say Jesuits, I think it was started by a, what's known as a Murano um, it, it, Loyola. So he was a crypto and he started it. And have you heard about Vatican II? I'm sure you have. You guys got your. No, your I want to hear about page. Vatican II. This sounds Vatican like the II worst was Disney like in the movie 50s ever. where they changed a lot of their, their policy towards uh, Judaism. 
And, you know, it's believed that it was infiltrated and taken over. And now you look at the Pope and he's going along with, you know, he's cracking down on anti-Semitism. He's going along with the Noahide laws. So it's seen. And if you look historically, the Catholic Church, like the saints and the popes, they used to be huge opposition to Judaism, even even Protestant uh, Reformation with uh, Martin Luther, too. He has a whole book, The Jays and, and Their Lies, where he speaks very negatively about their religion. So it's changed a lot. And, and Christianity in America has gone from worshiping Jesus to basically worshiping Israel and being Zionist and, and wanting to, it's sick. They want to help Israel rebuild their temple so that the Antichrist will come and then that will trigger Jesus to come to defeat the Antichrist, force all the Jews to convert or die. So essentially you can call them anti-Semitic too. And then the Jews believe that they're going to get their temple and then fulfill their prophecies and turn everybody to Noahide. So, but they're working together, but they, you know, want their Messiah to win in the end. And this is literally religion is upstream from politics. This is what's motivating people. Pence, Pompeo, these people around Trump, they, they are just fanatics about this stuff. Is there, is it all religion? Is it, is it money? Ba uh, like the point, the, the thing I'm saying is like Israel is also a, uh, you know, the center of uh, the flat Earth map, we're not saying that's flat Earth. I mean, I don't. I, I, <laughs> what? If you look at the what? flat Earth map, right, the center of it is Israel. Really? Yeah. Right. It's right. I thought middle. it was the North Pole. It's no. I look look I'm it up. Like if you look at if you look at, if you okay. look at the. Uh, I'm not an expert in flat Earth. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, luckily I have a my best friend is. So if you need any questions, let me know. Um, oh, so, your friend, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm not a flat earth guy. I'm a realms guy. I think we live in a realm. So that's why like, I'm I was at your event where you guys argued for, uh, Eddie Bravo argued with the guy in the crowd about flat oh, earth for like 45 minutes. One? You were so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you came to the first one. I didn't know that man. Yeah, I was there. I was there. We were just kind of starting back then. Um, <clears throat> but you know, I'm more of a realms guy. That's why all this other religious shit just, it's like. Oh God! Sorry just... to bust your bubble, but yeah, the center or the flat Earth is the North Pole. Really? Yeah. Oh, let me look. Let me look. I'm not proud to be right about yeah, that right now. I know. I have no problems with being wrong, yeah. dude. I have no problems. <laughs> That's I gotta correct him now because he'll he'll keep saying it. But there is a map where Israel there is, is. There might be a map. The center of the all world, those though. are. Dude, by the way, you're, this guy is the worst <laughs> thing on computers. <laughs> if you're putting all your money into that. I mean, I, I just don't know, dude, because it's multiple. But I, I well, I'll take an L on that one. I'm not afraid to take an L on that one. Um, it's, a, it's a good L to take. I'll take it out. I'll take it out. Um, but it's like also your thoughts that you know Israel represents a uh, uh, the, a land bridge uh, that makes it the easiest to get goods from Asia and Africa to Europe. Yeah, that's the map I was talking about. Where where their their plans to be the, the center hub of the Belt and Road Initiative if the whole Eurasian continent. They want to set up the new economy and be and rule the world from Jerusalem like their prophecies say. You know, the first prime minister of Israel, Ben-Gurion, said, was quoted in the 60s at a Life magazine interview saying that Jerusalem will be the supreme court of mankind and it will have a shrine of the prophets. And, and rabbis were asking the Rothschilds in letters all the way back in 1836 
to buy up the Temple Mount so they can rebuild the temple and and return to the land. And Zionism basically started in 70 AD when the temple was destroyed, and they've been wanting to go back and rebuild and do their sacrifices and, and fulfill everything ever since. It's crazy. It's just like it's just religious fanatics drive me fucking nuts, dude. They're just like crazy people, dude. It's just crazy. It's crazy. I want to get into the spine because we lie here. A lot of times we hear uh, Israel is our greatest, our greatest ally. And I, you know, I like it. I mean, again, I mean, so many Israelis, they're fucking wonderful people. I love watching Israeli soldiers twerk. They're great. They got great asses. Don't you think it's sad how they kind of like show, like they glamorize their, their, the IDF, their military with like sexy pictures of girls. Like, Cause they're hot, pretty, but I get pretty manipulative saying. though. Kinda. Well, everything is. Well, I mean, we do that with our military. All of our, all of our movies were like military's kicking ass or when we had a, I mean, I went to the world series on mushrooms, right? And I just, tripping balls at the world series and i was just like there's so much military presence here like everything's like military 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 join the military hey if you're uh, in the military stand up let's sh-. you know all that is to be like hey dude the military's a great thing we've had people try we've had companies want to do military ads on the show i won't do them i won't do them i'm not glorifying i'm not sending Poor people to die for bankers, man. And Not selling out to the to the MIC, huh? The no, mil- I, I just, military industrial complex. Yeah, and I think ultimately that is behind a lot of shit at, that's going on. Um, but, look, have you seen the chicks? I know you yeah, have. Yeah, there's smoke I, shows. There's smoke shows. <laughs> Jewish chicks are <laughs> number two shit. on my super freak big board. I have number one Latinas, but that. number two. <laughs> Jews, man, they don't believe in hell. They like it in the ass. You know what I'm saying? Okay. This <laughs> Did you say they don't believe in hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, um, man, you're funny. <laughs> um, um, so we have seen this stuff. There are things that need to be talked about, you know, that need to be said. Like, you know, the, rec- the, 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 you know, the attack on the USS Liberty. That's a real thing that happened. Covered up too, and then they then they're like basically dancing on the graves of the sailors that died when they say, "Oh, that's an anti-Semitic conspiracy." Don't talk about the the survivors are literally still alive, like like pleading for exposure on this and to to get the word out. Or how about the dancing Israelis? I, I saw Charlie Kirk and Ben Shapiro saying like it's repulsive that they want to talk about the dancing Israelis. It's like really we got the FBI photos and declassified documents that they were there celebrating before the Twin Towers were hit, and then they failed polygraphs and were caught with plane tickets to fly. And it's just so sketchy of a smoking gun, and the media doesn't even cover the release of the photos. I'm with you on that. Listen, listen, here's the thing that's going on, okay? Uh, You know, again, when they do this, it actually hurts their cause. When they sit there and they deny something, it hurts their cause. But it's going to be like, listen, anti-Semitism is going to be like sexism and racism where it's like, okay, if you cry wolf every time, it loses its power. And that's what's happening right now. And people are eventually going to wake up. You see it happening in comedy right now where like people are getting less and less sensitive about jokes, you know, that because this political correct bullshit's been going on so long that people are just, and they realize that everybody pushing it is full of shit. You know, it's like all these, you know, when Shane Gillis gets, gets fired for doing an Asian and Jewish joke, uh, when Asians are like, I can't tell you how many Asian comments I watch 
do yellow face on stage. Like they super Asian it up. All their jokes are rack, uh, talking about all, how funny their mom's voicemail messages are. I mean, like, and it's that's a hypocrisy. There's no set rule in this. And if every time you're wrong, it's like the uh, this is sports. Miles Garrett in in the Cleveland Browns thing uh, swung his helmet and hit the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers guy and. When he was in the wrong, and well, you know what he did? He said the guy called him the N-word. That's and that because for the longest time, that's all you had to do if you had a problem with a white person and you were black was say the N-word, and everyone would scatter. They're like, oh no, that's so bad. It's so obvious that he's lying about it. It's so obvious. And like and now it's just like people crying wolf all the time. It's losing its power. And that's what's gonna happen with this. If you keep calling something anti-Semitic and you don't actually deal with it. And that is where my Jewish friends, that's where they're wrong on this. You can't just defend everybody, with a, a, just everybody all the time. You don't know these people. The, the, and, and some Jews do get mad at like the ADL that calls everything anti-Semitic. Jonathan Greenblatt of the ADL the other day did a post about Ted Cruz being anti-Semitic because Ted Cruz shared a post from Bloomberg, Bloomberg magazine or newspaper talking about Bloomberg, like doing well in the race. And he's like, it's like he owns the media or something. It, Jonathan Greenblatt was like, it's well, it's not anti-Semitic to say he owns the media it is anti-semitic to say he controls the media and it's like so owners of the media don't control the media right right and i just feel brother uh, to be honest with you man that as we get as we get farther and farther along i think the the next these next generations are less and less religious they're more spiritual uh you see you are seeing movements within the jewish community to be like is what Israel's doing to Palestine is ridiculous. I, I, I really do, man. I, I, if anyone in my Jewish friends listen to this episode and had a problem with it, I'll say, man, hey, dude, this is a real conversation you need to have. And if you're not going to have it, I'm going to have it. Because you're just sitting there and you're just saying that anything, that, any criticism of anybody who says they're Jewish is anti-Semitic is just going to hurt you in the long run. Imagine, and I said this before, imagine if, I, as an Italian, I'm half Italian, if I defended everything the Italian mob did and called hmm. it anti-Italian. <laughs> it would be ridiculous. But the reason this is different is because I think, in my heart of hearts, that there's a group that's above this that is just trying to pull some shit and, and cloaking it in a religious war. And they're getting these at the height and dude. And like, we're talking way back, way back. And they write these books and they do all this shit to get us all to fight with each other. I mean, the Talmud, the Torah and the Bible were all like written well after the fact that the events happened. Couple of these religious books were about an angel coming down and said something so holy, like the guy couldn't even write it down. It's like the most bizarre bullshit I've ever heard in my life. And when you talk about the Talmud, it's the Babylonian oral history. Right there is Saturnism. Babylonian? Oral. Okay, you love oral, but, you know, it's just like, it's a whole different thing, man. Babylonian. And, you know, it's like now you're taking word of mouth to people. And it's just like these, to me, this is the game that is played. They get us all to fight with each other while they just cash checks, man. And it's just, that's this yeah. conversation. That's my opinion, man. 
And we well, yeah, I definitely think that the Abrahamic religions, I mean, you can almost call um, the last 2,000 years the Abrahamic age, because really it's just like a story of, of Jews, Christians, and Muslims for the most part. And there definitely been a conflict, and it's because they're like they're antithetical to each other. They're although they're trying to push the Judeo-Christian line a lot because they're trying to slowly convert Zionists to becoming Noahides. That um, you know they've always been diametrically opposed. So I like you know irreconcilable differences, kind of. Yeah, and, and dude, it's just like if you really strip down. A lot of a lot of the shit in all these books, you just basically whittled them down to what is basically being said. They're all saying the same thing at the end of the day. It's these weird moments in these books that everybody fights with each other over. It's like we said before. It's almost like the power ranking of Jesus Christ. Where do you power rank Jesus Christ on your prophets? Is kind of where all the fighting is. And it's and it's like even within Muslims they're fighting with each other, you know. And it's just and it's always I mean like look at the uh, look at Islam, dude. They gotta go to somewhere where uh, Mecca and they walk around a black cube and they do it eight times. And who runs that? The House of Saad, right? And what do they do? And they own Chase Bank and no, they own Citigroup. Sorry. And you, you know, know the story is that that Abraham, the Abraham Covenant, the Abrahamic religions. He went with his son Ishmael, who was the um, the the, the uh, progenitor to uh, the Arabs, and that was like his wife that he had with his maiden, uh, or the son he had with his maiden, and that became the Muslims. And then, you know, another generation down, it was the Jacob and Esau thing. And, and they believe, you know, all this stuff going back to these stories, and they live their lives by it. They Everything that happens in the world, they view with the lens of prophecy. And it's like they use these prophecies and their books as like a guidebook to try to like fulfill them and and you know make them make them all uh, come about. Yeah, I mean it's just whack job religious people, and that's my opinion on everything, man. Just whack job. Uh, I mean, especially these older like religious people, and like they've invested so much into this fucking crazy shit, right? And they're like, okay, dude, I'm like 85. Let's get the Messiah here. Somebody build a building. My the clock is a ticking. And Have you heard the song "We Want Moshiach Now"? No, Have I you wish. Seen that I... in any of my videos? Oh man. Is there? A I don't know if you. I don't know if you can play clips, or... but there's literally like the the head Rebbe Rabbi claps real hard and says, "We want Moshiach now. We don't want to wait." <laughs> he I, had a speech when he was on his deathbed too, like do everything you can to make him come now, and it's yeah, and it's so it's they can ridiculous. rule the it's world. They think that they will enslave the non-Jews. It's insane, and it, there's no there's no refuting it. There's I got clips of him saying it. I show all their their uh, <laughs> scripture where it's said. Is this it? Yeah. Are we gonna get dinged for anything? We're already dancing with the devil. Are we gonna ding? Are we gonna get dinged there? YouTube's pissed me. I'm doing boner pills. They're getting uh, rid of looks, me. He looks funny though. <laughs> what is this? We want Mashiach now. You found it. Yep. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, dude, this is a guy who's like. It's just like. It, it, modest Yahoo. You remember him? Like the hip hop Orthodox yeah. Jewish guy. He had a song because he was in Chabad. He had a song called uh, "We I Want Moshiach Now." Also, was the hook of it. His most famous song too. He had the whole world singing "We Want Moshiach Now." I just these and the Christians believe that Moshiach will be the Antichrist because he sits in the temple oh, and he does out. a peace deal. Right. I mean, it's just like it just it's so crazy how 
all these religions just have this perfect kind of thing that just uh, just equals to just us fighting and just killing each other. Yep. It's, just, it's unbelievable, dude. It's the Gog and Magog war and, and uh, you know, the like Pompeo believes in the rapture. Th this guy is our secretary of state and he believes like he's he's given speeches. We're like, you know, we're just going to keep doing this till the rapture comes. And it's like it's just it's disturbing when people are just living their lives people. according to trying to fill out prophecies where they rule the world. So um I know we got to go. I just wanted to ask you just real quick. Uh, well, we'll, we'll do it on another show. But I want to ask you something, Adam, because I know we uh, we got to jam out of here. Uh, how, we've done about an hour, yeah? Um, are you happy? You a happy guy? I mean, the way I meet you, you smile a lot. Are you happy doing this? I mean, because it's heavy shit, bro. I love it. I love it. It's it's what I'm – I get to – it's it's the greatest job I get to do what I, I love to do. I get to read and research and just share my journey and share the stuff that, that's most interesting to me. It helps me vent like make making these videos. It's like therapeutic to to rant about this stuff and share this this stuff that just blows my mind. What else do you you ever talk about anything else? Or I know you've been centered on this, but well before that, what were you talking about? You know, when I first started my channel, I was like a fan of Infowars and Alex Jones when I was just getting out of college and, and you know, starting to pay attention to politics. And since then, I've become a, a huge critic of uh, your of your buddy Alex Jones. I'm not going to trash him on your show, but I have a, a ton of videos and compilations of him uh, doing his uh, gatekeeping for, for Zionism. And uh, I'm, I've actually got a debate with a guy that works at Infowars coming up next week on the Ralph retort. And uh, I've had several debates with Owen Schroyer, who works works there. You know, he's like Alex's protege. I'd like to do a debate with Jones because when I called in a couple months ago, he just put me on mute and talked a bunch of trash and didn't let me respond That's to so anything. So another challenge for Mr. Alex Jones for a debate. It's so I tried to set that up between you and uh, Ryan at, mm -hmm. with uh, Jans and he has some guy who wants to come on and convince everybody that the Muslims are are taking over. And uh, I, I love debate. I think this is important. I think this this uh, shows like these are important. I think people mm -hmm. need to hear everything. And you have a question. Hey, man, what about this? What about this? What about that? I think it's important. It's so weird. I, you know, I met, uh, what's his name? Schroyer. What's his name on? Uh, Owen Schroyer. Owen. I met him. I met Alex. And I met you. You're all the nicest people, dude. It's so crazy. Like the nicest people. I couldn't treat like class when I was over there with Eddie. And, you know, the time you've come to two of my shows and the, the time we talked, I, ha I had nothing but wonderful conversations and you know, it just gives me hope that, you know, maybe we could all just have conversations and have the discussions and maybe we disagree on shit. But at the end of the day, we, you know, we're all people. And at the end of the day, we really just want to live with love and peace and all that stuff. And, you know, this show to me is important because, you know, we have to have a discussion. We have to have discussion of these people at the very top and what they're doing and what they're manipulating. And, you know, I know somebody's I mean, dude, a lot of Jews were lost in the Holocaust. Guess what? They were poor and middle class. A lot of those guys. A lot of the rich ones. It's like, dude, it's like at the power top. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, you know Germans and Americans and and Russians Britain and Russians. Russians. Twenty million yeah. died. That, Twenty yeah. million. It's like it's mm -hmm. always an inside job, man. 
It's always an inside job. I got to put you in touch with uh, Bjorkness. You will really uh, be interested with what he has to say. I would love that. I want to have, everybody's welcome in the truth chamber. So I'd love to have. I'm trying to do one about Hitler being a Rothschild. I was trying to get a couple other people, but it just hasn't happened. I, I some people think I'm a, I'm a whack job in the, within the conspiracy community. I don't know what it is. I'm the crazy person, maybe because I can't pronounce anybody's names. I don't You're know. What show. That. Well, the T-shirt that I got from you has like every conspiracy on it. It's like reptilians, <laughs> flat Earth, 9/11, a bunch of other stuff too. It's uh, funny. A, Con- conversation starter. What? Uh, well, a final. What I find interesting because you know you are so passionate about. This one thing, and I'm sure, you know, through the comments section or even when in in everyday conversations, you get a lot of people saying that you're batshit crazy, right? I mean, and you're not. You're, you know, you're very passionate. I I don't actually get that that much. Anybody go, what you're saying isn't true, because as a conspiracy theorist, I get that every day. Yeah, well, you know, I really stick to like the channel's no more news, and I really stick like I, I I'm like OCD with collecting clips and like screenshots of quotes from articles, or like I'll read books and take you know scan the book and put it on my screen. I really document and show everything, so it's really like you know indisputable when I'm when I'm making my points. And you, I, you I think literally that's like why- OCD. Most a lot of times when I'm making videos, the struggle is to like keep it short enough that it's not two hours and I can do it in one sitting. Dude, I can tell you got OCD. Look how clean that place is. Everybody else, we we your, your place is stunningly clean, dude. Oh, if, if I uh, tilted the camera around, you would see the, the mess. I, I clean up the the, fr- the shot for you. Well, Adam, uh, I always enjoy our, uh, uh, you know the stuff you're posting. You blow my mind. Uh, you know, I, I think it's important to, to have conversations with you. I know there's going to be some people who are like, oh, dude, anti It's not, dude. It's a real conversation. And we have to ha- go, what's going on? What is the pow- What are the people at the highest levels doing? And at the end of the day, I think it's a small group of people getting us all the fucking fight with each other. And that's that. I, 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 to this day, I believe that. I know that, you know, uh, Robert Maxwell... Uh, with Mossad, I know the USS Liberty, the dancing Israelis. Those are real things that happen, okay? And to dismiss that as anti-Semitism is just lazy. It's just lazy. And it's, it's really a non-argument. It's a trick. And like you said, it is losing its power. It's but losing- when they control the media and they control the narrative and they have all their, their gatekeepers, you know, controlling blue check marks on Twitter and stuff, they can... You know, they can suppress you enough and deplatform you and keep you in the echo chamber that really your the the message doesn't really it's not able to naturally get out to the masses. I agree with that, but I also think as hard listen, it's a weird thing they gotta do because they wanna control it without destroying the illusion. Mm-hmm. Because the illusion is the only thing that keeps the thing spinning. Keeps our keeps this whole thing where they're cashing checks in, right? I mean, like they when they uh I just feel like if, if, if YouTube gets rid of all the conspiracy theory shows, that's going to destroy that brand. I mean, we saw it with uh, television. People left television in droves when it started getting really dumb and really watered down, and they're starting to learn that. And, like, the media has learned, like, you can't – you have to be credible. You can't just push a narrative. And I don't know what, who did it, but the last couple of years, it seems like the media has lost all of its power. 
Yeah, and and YouTube, like I, we're going to be reaching a tip <clears throat> a tipping point soon too uh, on YouTube because like I already can get more live viewers on D Live and Bitshoot. I'm start pretty soon. I'll be getting more views on Bitshoot than on YouTube because with the algorithms and the suppression and hiding from the search results and not sending out notifications or unsubbing people. You know, e even though we're still on, our videos are never allowed to spread virally. They they got them, you know, capped out and stuff. So I, I tried. It, it's going to be dead soon. We're we're some of the last few on anyway. So I've been it's trying a dead to platform. do Bitchu. I can't get them. To, it, I try to upload it. It won't upload. It just it's I, whatever's going on over there. I tried to move all my stuff there. I would just upload shit and I'd show up and it's not there. And I'm like is going on it's, here. that's happened to me before too you know they're working out the bugs still and it's, it's gotten better uh, the search function is kind of you know not the best either and like recommended videos aren't the best but they're they're trying to get live live streaming going there that would be huge vimeo is good though it used to it used to be a problem now it's fine every time i log in on broken simulation yeah but the, all the traffic's at youtube dude and that's the yeah. thing mm -hmm. about this conspiracy community they all know what's going on but they don't want to just go into their address bar and put in bro uh, you know broken simulation or a bitch you it's we're not asking you to get in your car and drive <laughs> somewhere I'm just yeah. asking you to check out another website that just takes you putting it in your fucking search bar. That's all it is. And it's like you got to if you want the good stuff, you got to you got, you know, you can't eat a YouTube's becoming Burger King. You can't eat Burger King all the time. If you want to be healthy, you got to get off there. And YouTube's getting annoying. The ads they're yeah. in the middle of the things. Vimeo doesn't have them. Yeah. You yeah. complain about the ads, go somewhere else. Adam, I love mm -hmm. you, buddy. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, I appreciate everything you say. I love hearing from people like you and who are brave enough to say what they believe, and we need more people like that. And we have to have more people having a conversation back and forth. And Absolutely. Because the narrative is one way, and it needs to go the other way. And uh, you know, Ben Shapiro, to me, is a, is a, I, I can't stand the man. I can't stand hearing him talk. Everything he says is so full of shit. Like he was like, yeah, people say uh, Americans, soldiers are dying for I Israel. It's like, and his, his answer to that was they joined the military uh, <laughs> freely. I'm like, that did you see his speech about Fuentes where he said um, <clears throat> all of Trump's policy advisors are, are Jewish? <laughs> you didn't see that soundbite? It was a good one. Well, he's just the most, I mean, do hey, you think anyone's ever punched Ben Shapiro in the face? No. That's a guy that has... That guy is like a hot chick who talks shit to everybody because <laughs> no one's ever just... Well, I don't know. Or just go, okay, shut up. Back and just nail... Ben Shapiro's never been punched in the face. Ever. I feel like it would be good for him. It would kind of like... I like Ari Shafir. I love my buddy so much. Like They're like, hey, dude, I'm going to come find you and kick your ass. Might be good for Ari. Just, <laughs> just a little ass kicking to re-fucking pro. I've been punching face a lot of times. I think about what comes out of my mouth. That's what I do. Uh, he's, he's the Zionist killer. Uh, Adam Green, uh, you're the man, dude. I appreciate you coming on. Let's do it again soon. I love these conversations, and uh, well, I want to have more of them, dude. And, you know, if people have a problem with what you're saying, then I think that that's childish. And I think they need to d do some research. And if they don't like what's being said, they have to start saying, hey, it's not me. It's that asshole.
that's doing that. And that's my real opinion. I think the mm -hmm. Jewish community needs to stop sitting there and just defending everybody with a yarmulke and start going, hey, dude, that guy's an asshole. I have nothing to do with that. That's a banker. That's a greeting guy. That's a fucking, that's a Saturnist. That's whatever, whatever they want to do and not just sit there and act like, like, you know, everything's anti-Semitism. It's not. There's a lot of great Jews out there that have, I, I don't even think have them. I, I guarantee you most of my friends never even picked up the Torah. Maybe they held it when they were kids. I, they haven't read it. They couldn't tell you fucking anything in that shit. And so that's it, man. I love you, Adam. Thanks for coming on. Uh, if you ever come into L.A., come hang out sometime, dude. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I enjoyed chatting with you. We'll have to do it again sometime. Thank you. You're the best, bud. Take care. Enjoy your clean room, brother. <laughs> thank you. Bye, bud. See ya. Uh, okay, thank you. Uh, that was Adam Green, everybody. We did it. Uh, I th hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, please, uh, please subscribe, and we'll see you guys soon. Take care.